This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Lumos. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as Sir Ezra the Watchful, History of Magic Professor, the Flannel Wizard, obviously, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Einen wunderschönen guten Tag. We are so happy that you are here. Come on in and make yourself at home in our beautiful little cottage on the outskirts of Kenworth. This is episode number 77 of Shell Cottage. And this week we will be talking about chapter 20 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the Dementor's Kiss. First, we'll dive into some cottage catch-up, train for future trivia nights, and study some beasts. Or some beats. Studying those beats, yeah, I want to eat them up. Just cut up the beets and put them in a little bit of something. What do you eat with beets? Beets are just... Beetroots. Beetroots are... What do you They're eat yummy. with them? What do you put them in? I don't know. You eat like them by a, themselves? Oh, uh, like a couscous salad? I guess. I don't know. Uh, with feta just, cheese? Okay. You got me with the feta. Yeah. <laughs> couscous? Or, I don't know. Some casseroles? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. When's the last time we had beets? We have some in the. Uh, we actually have some Shut in the pantry. Up. Yes, I can show you right now. Wow. No, don't do that. Don't do okay. Uh, <laughs> it took it, us long enough to come here, so I'm not gonna get up. Right. right we just got all set up, so you know, please don't move. Um, <laughs> just talk to me about some Harry Potter. So, what's going on? How you doing? Uh, I'm old now. <laughs> Whoa. No, I actually feel really good. I had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you so much. Um. Bill over here, uh, he thought he would take me on a little retreat in uh, up in Cleveland. Yeah. And it was wonderful. We love going to Cleveland. We love going to the beach and just sniffing that fresh lake air. And we got a mega cool Airbnb. We did. I loved it. Thank you so much. That was uh -huh. a great surprise. Mm -hmm. uh, we had great food. Oh, my gosh. I think the best pizza in the world. Yeah. Little Roni. Ilarioni Il or something like Ilarioni, Ilarioni. That's yes. what I'm calling it. A little, true, little, little pepperoni. True Italian pizza. Because yeah. my pizza didn't even have cheese on it. And it was so good because the marinara sauce yep. was the best I think I've ever had. Very mm -hmm, mm -hmm. super fresh ingredients. Very Italian style. Thin crust. It was just so good. It was so good. <laughs> it was really so good. I mean, honestly, we had that with a little bit of uh, just some drinks and that was it and we're good yeah i mean i just we pounded what did i have i had like a sausage cheese um there was some there was a little bit of parmesan on it mm -hmm. and um hmm, some onions i think or something yes but boy was it good it was delicious and then you you had what was the garnish you had something on top of yours that, uh, just that was, was arugula the, yeah arugula mm. it was it was great guys so. and we also went to a really cool old bookstore that was like a old style very very like 
Oh, yeah. I don't know, Victorian style library bookstore. Right. Uh, it's called Loganberry, I think. Loganberry Books mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Cleveland. And that was something. We took yeah. a lot of pictures. We, I think we stayed there for an hour probably. Right. Just to browse through all the books and have a look at the, the section in the back. They had really old, I think, first editions. Yes, they did. Of books. Yeah. And Apparently, it's a, if you're if you're in the Cleveland area, you might know it uh, already. Probably. And uh, for us, it was just one of the top ranked. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Megan, like, Katie, and, and, and Tiffany probably know this bookstore. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I gotta find the doc again. So yeah, birthday was great. Thank you so much to everyone who reached out and said happy birthday. I mean, really, it made my day. Um, and I just, I don't really mind that much. I'm now, you know, uh in a different decade of my life and i'm really really excited for this one because you know uh it doesn't matter how old you are out there it doesn't matter age is really just a number it doesn't matter too much but it's just a it's a phase in life where i feel like okay this old college go out travel lottie is good now and has learned a lot about herself and yeah, I'm just like very grateful where I am right now. And I'm so, so, so excited for uh, what's to come in this next decade. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you were you had some aches and pains, though, immediately. Right. Which was to oh, be expected, yeah. <laughs> um, as as anyone does who turns 30. Those of you who know, you know, <laughs> and I'm sure some folks out there are like, hey, guys, wait till you get to this age or that age, etc. And life is a journey. Yes. I'm just excited to be on it uh, with you and with all of our listeners and to just uh continue on it is it's it's wild the three zero just kind of pops up there and <laughs> i feel like 30 sounds worse than like 32 or 33 by the way i'm a hobbit so i'm not even like of age yet so i'm, I'm R- good. right <laughs> yeah just keep that in mind friends. Under this, age is, hobbit. this is a pg podcast okay <laughs> so lottie is not of age yet she <laughs> come 33 and in hobbit years she will be a, an adult hobbit yes. So, yep. um, we got a few years, so you'll grow with us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But, um, otherwise, how anyway. are you doing? How am I doing? Doing great. I'm doing so, um, just great. Actually, I'm overwhelmed. Why am I lying to folks here on the podcast? Aww. I'm not, I'm not lying to you guys, but I'm just like, you know, you get into, you get through January. Uh, now we're in early February and I kind of felt like this Sunday, this past, we're actually recording this on, what is it? Tuesday. Yeah. Trying for a quick turnaround here. Hopefully we'll see if the, how the editing goes to get this out on Wednesday, because thank you for everyone who is like, Hey, I'm you know, appreciating the Wednesday uploads. And last week we, was it last week? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were able, we were kind of struggling. Um, and so this week again, we're here at knocking at the door <laughs> and it, I just want to be open about that. Cause I love it. I love hearing people who are listening along with us and yes. sending in owls and it just kind of builds a little bit of excitement for us and uh, hopefully, hopefully for you guys as well too. So, Yes, uh, was but I, I say all that to say like the weeks just keep getting. I keep thinking they're not gonna be as busy, and they just keep getting. I know busier. I know <laughs> who's in charge of my calendar. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Like we need to turn the calendar off. You know, yes. at one point uh, when I was coming into education, I was replacing. Well, I think, and I taught with her during her last year. There was a a lady who taught with me, and she was in her thirty fifth year of teaching or something. Wow. And Knock on wood. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. That first summer that I came in, um, I started the school year off and I, I watched her walk in 
literally the day before school, hadn't done anything all summer long. She walked in, she was ready to go, pumped last year. Who let's go? Well, the following year, she was so she came in and I saw her crawl under her desk and plug in her computer. She plugged it in and she's like, Okay, good, fires it up. I'm like, All right, what's going on? Yeah. Everyone else's computers were plugged in, right? Yeah. And we get it about like a couple hours in, and then she's literally, uh, I hear her just sort of yell and kind of like get this like little, you know, real anime, like agitated yell, kind of like, what's going on? Slammed her hand for a second down on okay. the desk. And she walks over to some of the other teachers in the room. We, we all work in this office. And she's like, well, I can't believe it. I, I unplugged my computer and everything. And it's still, I'm flooded with emails from parents. <laughs> how? How did they get, how did they get to me? Oh. And I was, bless her heart. <laughs> She she oh. thought that by unplugging the computer, so, yeah, that they would not the be email. able to get those emails in there, and that's that's how I've been it's feeling. Like, it's like if you take away the mailbox outside, no one's you know, no one can right, send letters. Right, like where is my like? How do I get a hold of my calendar? It's just out there yeah. running wild, uh. and people are just booking meetings and this and that, blah blah. It's my job now. It's my job, yeah. and I don't mind doing it. But um, I'm just sitting here. I'm like. Could you guys like maybe space these meetings out a little bit? Like maybe not everybody yeah. have a crisis this week, you know, yeah. kind of thing. That's that's just what I'm trying to say. And I thought of her this week because I thought, man, I wish I could just unplug my computer, shut her <laughs> down. And like, sorry, guys, power went off. Couldn't, you know, emails didn't come through. Oh, I know. I mean, hey, servers down. <laughs> during COVID, that was the standard. Like, oh, sorry, Internet's not working. Right. Can't. I have problems with my audio. Sorry, video's not working. So. Right, like you were in classes and you're basically like, hey, sorry, camera is just off. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and kind of like listen. Well, I couldn't do in. that really in class. I mean, yes, as a teacher, you can't really do that. As a student, you're just like, yeah, sorry. Students just chill out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know, it was the best time. I was still like finishing off last university classes. It's the best time ever because you could do class, like actually listen to the class, but also... Yeah, maybe get some other stuff done. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody did. Okay, everyone did for sure. Yeah. It also, yeah, I feel like I also put some people like some flashbacks there. People who don't want to go back to that because even me, I'm like, hmm, that was there was good and there was also yeah. a lot of bad. And I'm like, oh, oh it wasn't fun. Anyway, <laughs> um, enough of that. I'm just busy, frazzled all over the place. You know yeah. that, that kind of thing. But it's okay because yes. I'm pumped. The shorts are going off. We're doing our yes. our podcast. I'm pumped. Those things. They get me going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I you, you want to do more of that. Yeah. More of that. I mean, I'm like, I'm excited. I was talking to a, a colleague of mine today and there's a big con coming up in Cleveland in April yes. that we might be trying to go up to. I think he might be trying to go as well. Oh, that uh, would be so cool. I yeah. can meet him. I think I've yeah. never met him. I don't think so. Well, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's yeah. go to Cleveland. Let's what, go. What what is the con called? Do you remember? Um, I think it is called something. I think it's Wizard Con or something like that. Maybe. Ooh. Wizard not sure maybe i just made that up out of nowhere because you asked me on this on the fly <laughs> and you were just sort of like yeah can tell us the i have the whole like i have the internet at my fingertips and my but... fingers are sticky because if you're watching the, <laughs> the like the the visual uh, I'm, I'm about to be eating some dates so there is a fan expo fan expo april 12 to 14 there we go not is that it Con. that's it yep. okay uh -huh. there we go there's also though mm -hmm. april 29 Wizard World Cleveland. See, I knew there was a Wizard World something. There's two different uh, mm -hmm. conventions that we can go to. Cool. Okay. Yeah, because we, we hear about, we see people online posting pictures about conventions. We hear about conventions near us, and we almost went to a convention uh, 
couple of weeks ago in Columbus, and we love going to conventions. So mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. whenever we get the chance to go, we will. Yeah, for sure. All right, before we dive into our trivia training with just one question today, uh, I just want to take one second to really at the beginning of the episode, because we always do it at the end, really at the beginning of the episode, and you already kind of said it, tell you guys how grateful we are for you guys, for our mm. listeners, for mm -hmm. all the people who watch um, the YouTube videos and the shorts and everything on TikTok and Instagram. So thank you yeah. so much for everyone who is just listening, even if you have never reached out. We right. thank you, really. We do so much. We appreciate you so much for it's huge for being I, here with us. <laughs> we wanted some Potter people in our lives, you know. We wanted to do this, and we we enjoy it. It's our it's our thing. We and it's your guys's thing, and we love it. So yes. thank you for supporting us and for you know leaving review, comments, likes, um, just a download, whatever it might be. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you. Yes. Also, on that note, I've uh -huh. been meaning to say this, and I'm just gonna do right here live on the podcast mm -hmm. um business meeting who knows maybe we'll cut it out but okay. <laughs> i think what we should do so you know we never know like we're not super i don't know we haven't really been how do i put this we're just doing our podcast doing our thing moseying along we want to give you guys some stuff we picked kind of a, a high number 50 reviews i think we said or something like that mm -hmm. we're mm -hmm. probably around what 30 ish or something or, or close to mm -hmm. we're not we're not quite there and I'll tell you right, I am tired of waiting because <laughs> I've just, this stuff is here and I want to give it away. True. So the first time that we are going to have an opportunity to have the headspace just to do it is we're going to just pick from, yeah. from who's there, right? So if you've been listening this far, mm -hmm. you've heard the episodes, you you put your submission in there. We're going to try to check for if, by the way, if you're in a different country, like Rika, um, yeah. we're able to find your review by toggling into a different country. So that was something tricky. Remember that? We had to go find, yes. we had to toggle on Apple, Couldn't like really your, your review. Yeah. So just so you know, as we get into that, um, we're going to be looking for all these different reviews, put your guys' names in a hat, and we're going to draw names out. We're going to. Yes. Um, and if you yeah. haven't entered yet, you can still do so <laughs> yeah. right now if you're listening to this episode. The last week of March. Fresh. The last week of March. Okay, there we go. That's a good. So yeah, yeah I'm not doing this. No, -uh, I'm putting 20, it. 2024, by the way, if you're like 2024. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> somebody's there in 2026, like putting my name in right, right now. I mean, you can. <laughs> Please do, because we probably will have something in the future for you to, to give. We want to give away stuff. I like being able to send things to, to people, you know, I, I know. just like the idea of they, they get something from us and they're supporting us. And so we're going to send them something for yes. free. So it's just cool. Another way to connect. Yes. Um, anyway, so Sounds yeah, don't great. forget about that. Uh, it'll be coming up into the, that'll be our spring break. So you and I will have spring break. We'll have some headspace to do it. Uh, we'll film it and we'll yep. send them out. Sounds perfect. Go. Cool. Thank you so much, Bill. Mm -hmm. uh, let's dive right into our trivia training. Okay. And uh, as I said, we have one question today. One teeny tiny question. And this is kind of sponsored by, not sponsored really, but the idea I got from uh, watching a recent video by uh, Trey, who is either I am Black Harry or I think the Social Geeks mm -hmm. on other yeah. platforms. Yeah, he and his wife, yeah. Yeah, he does that with his wife and his family, which is awesome. We love watching his videos. So um, I got that from one of the recent videos and I thought maybe I wonder if you remember because it's not exactly the same. So, okay. As we are about to dive into Goblet of Fire, the question is, who was the campsite manager for Harry's group at the Quidditch World Cup, who was also later subject to humiliation by the Death Eaters? The guy who sets them up, like they, they, they show up and he's sort mm -hmm. of like under the, isn't he, 
Yeah, he's he t- he's oh, he's renting that space out. Yes, there's and he's a muggle. He's a muggle, right? And they keep having it's to come muggle. back over, yeah, and, and don't they have to keep kind of like messing with his mind a yes, little bit? Yes, they have to erase his mind quite a bit because wizards are not very careful around the muggles, and he starts, he starts wondering suspicion. about certain things. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's not a. I don't know what was that guy's name though. Um, I always want to say Frank, just because Frank's the caretaker, and I'm just like any muggle that's out there, you know. <laughs> Frank, I don't know. Um, was it was it Michael? Was it Michael? Uh, no. Oh, sorry. We are looking for a last name, a Mister So and So. See, this is way off. <laughs> uh, I don't think we know his first name. I think we just know Mister Mister Smicklesmats. No. Mister Smith. No. Ooh, good no. guess. Well, good. No, yeah, it's a it's a pretty common name, but no, it's not Mister Smith. Codwell. Nine. Yeah. Rogers. Oh, we're getting close. Uh, not Rogers. Does it start with but... an R? What does it start with? Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. Yes. Oh, see, I knew my subconscious was very, like very similar we're getting to close. Rogers. So Roger, um, Richard, uh, um, <laughs> what else? What else? What else? Randall. Last names that start with R. Yes. Uh, Rod. Mr. and Mrs. Robertson. Roberts. That's what I, you guys heard me. I was saying at the same time she was saying, I was like, Roberts, and she just blurted it out. I was trying. You didn't well, I mean, it's a, I wouldn't have remembered it at all. I didn't even know. I didn't remember now that he said it. I kind of do, but. Um, I think in their video, she asked about the other campsite manager because there was two, and Cedric and his dad went to the other one. That's the and one I was thinking that about. Name yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Payne. That's what I was saying. Okay, and Mr. Roberts and his wife—they're yeah. the ones who are there. He is the campsite manager for Harry and his group, and they are getting um, humiliated later by Lucius and Co. Yeah. So. To quote the comments in my most recent video, don't you guys read the books? <laughs> you guys need to like start no reading the books. About. <laughs> you guys have no clue what's going on. Oh. I gotta say, uh, Trey does his wife. They get quite. I don't know how they get the questions and stuff. But they, he was on. I mean, he was on the uh, the what the was trivia it again? show. The, the trivia yeah, show, yeah. yeah. So huge. And uh, the questions that that he goes through, my goodness, there are some intense Good questions. Colors yeah. of the sleeping bags was the one I remember from the other day. Uh, it was like during when they all have to go to sleep wow. in the Great Hall, right? Oh. And, and the Hufflepuffs are having their slumber party. Let's go, <laughs> slumber party! Yeah. Um, and so that's from Puffs, the play, yeah. by the way. So they're in there, and I think it was like, what color were the sleeping bags? And I think he said purple. He wasn't sure, but it was either like purple in the movie, but blue in the book, or vice versa. I can't remember. Wow. Blue or purple. And I was like, good guess. I mean, you know. That is really good. I feel like they magical. didn't, they, in the show, they ask a couple of, like, warm-up questions where everyone would go like, okay, that's not that hard. But then they they did um, have Super really hard. hard questions as well as, like, uh, little movie scenes they played and then certain details. Like, some of them were not that, you know, difficult, but... Yeah, they had a good mix. All I want to say is they had a good mix of questions. I don't know if I would, you know, with training probably, but just on the fly, if they asked me, I would probably have to pass on some of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, now, so, my turn, though, to yes. ask oh. you a couple questions. Ooh, you ready okay. for this? Oh, oh how the I tables just, I turn. Just, I just said that. 
I don't uh -huh. know if I can answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, why did Barty Crouch Jr. quit drinking? Junior. Mm-hmm. Why did Barty Crouch Jr. quit drinking? Wait, is that a joke? Because it made him moody. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That sounded like a joke. Oh, it's pretty good, right? Because it made him moody. These are great. <laughs> okay. I just, I, sorry. I think they're so, they're so much fun. <laughs> um, last one here. How does Harry Potter get rid of a rash? Wait, Harry Potter. How does Harry Potter get rid of a rash? Expelliarmus. <laughs> With quit itch. Oh. Oh my wizard Dang. god <laughs> come on that's actually funny yeah wait didn't we come up with a joke the other day about something about snape what did we and come up with in the spell oh muffliato oh muffliato what was it yeah, oh well, i don't know i don't know that it was great oh yeah something with <laughs> so, a buzz. i don't know if we want to share with a buzz okay we don't want to share it never yeah. mind well yeah i, I did well, yeah well one of our jokes might not have been appropriate so again this is a pg <laughs> podcast but the other one might have been uh by the way it's pg-13 too, just so you guys um, but the yeah yeah something about a buzz it creates a buzzing okay in your ears yeah so if you're in need of a buzz it does yeah good old-fashioned muffliato would do it right. for you you know yeah mm -hmm. shout out to the uh, muffliato podcast by the way so. yeah shout out let's go let's collab what's up <laughs> okay also shout out to trey great videos right. he's been getting oh boy he's been getting a little argumentative though he's been getting real <laughs> he's been getting after people strong yeah, opinions strong opinions yep all right, moving on now. Time. Oh, another question? No. no, it's time to oh. study some fantastical beast. I wish I had some glasses to put on, so I'm in study study mode. Um, or you push them up from your nose, real you know, cute like, like that. Yeah. Real nerdy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, talking about glasses, I don't wear glasses. Sorry, we'll get. I'll get you started here yeah. in a second. I know you're waiting to is learn this about. The, is this, this piece, the episode but... where we just derail each other left and right, and we just <laughs> never get to the point on anything? How many times have we gone on a tangent this episode? Apologize. We're gonna call this the tangent episode the or the great aside, where we just step aside and talk about something else that's not related. Apologies, I yeah, because the chapter is so short. There's nothing to say anyway. What's what's there to say really? <laughs> well, this is a filler episode, guys. Is this just a filler episode? You guys are just on your time on the microphone. Uh, um, okay, good. Yeah, talking about glasses though, I never wear. I never, thankfully, not yet. I mean, nothing against glasses. I think they can look really cool. Uh, I haven't had to wear them yet, but the only time when I wear glasses, or I wish I had glasses, was when I cut onions. Right. So mm -hmm. what I do when I cut onions, trick and tip for everyone who's not wearing, who doesn't wear glasses. Yeah. yeah. You just get your old sunglasses out. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I always look super cool when I cut. You do. Onions. You look really cool. It works. It does work. I know it's also partially like the smell that, that you that also triggers some of it. But yeah. for me, it works really, really good. So yeah. Uh, fun fact on the side. On the side. That could Don't... be something that could be written in uh, one of Lockhart's books. What do you mean? Conjure up some, you know, if you want to cut some onion, conjure up. Oh, some... you mean because he has all the household books, yes, like all his the household yeah, books yeah, okay, for cooking it. and cleaning. And I was like, that. what? Lockhart's cutting <laughs> onion? I don't think so. But he stole all those ideas uh, from witches and wizards who did. Yes, he did. Come yeah. up with those clever things. Bless him. Mm. Still one of my favorite characters. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now let's get serious. Oh, I can't move anymore. Okay. As in, let's get serious. Yes, let's get serious. Let's lock him back up and ask a man. Okay. Before we get serious, we get real serious with this uh, beast over here because this beast has a mom classification of 
Eins, zwei, drei, vier. Four X's, which means dangerous, requires specialist knowledge, skilled wizard may handle. Okay. Dang, so only skilled wizards can handle this beast. This beast is called the Arumpent. The Arumpent is a oh, yeah. large gray African beast of great power. And we all remember the Arumpent from Fantastic Beasts. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I love that scene. <laughs> uh, weighing up to a ton, the Arumpent may be mistaken for a. Will you practice this, right? <laughs> come on, come on. Oh, you think I'm going to help you now? I ain't going to save you now. I ain't going to save you now. My hands are warming up. I'm, my ears. How do you rhino. say this word? Not a rhino. <laughs> what is it? Right. Right. Rhinoceros. Rhinoceros. Good oh, I job. said it. Okay, okay, okay. Rhinoceros. Oh, my goodness. That was so cute. Good so you might, you might mistake it for a rhinoceros at, the, this, at a distance. It has a thick hide that repels most charms and curses, a large, sharp horn upon its nose and a long rope-like tail a rumpens give birth to only one calf at a time <laughs> why was that funny yeah why is that funny? <laughs> so, right. sounds like one half at a time sorry oh uh, wow no, that's, no that, sorry my, my uh, uh, okay too many directions uh-huh <laughs> the rumpen will not attack unless sorely provoked <laughs> sorely provoked what's going on in your mind What's wrong with you? I'm just, uh, that's, you know, when you get so tired. tired. She's tired. <laughs> she she just... slapped. She is literally, this is like, just in case you guys forgot the just in case episode. <laughs> uh, she just gets really, we should do more episodes during the week when you're we really should. slap happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, let me do that again. Okay. The erupted will not attack unless sorely provoked, but should it charge? <laughs> should it charge? Should it charge, the results are usually <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Catastrophic. Yeah. Okay. The rumpet's horn. <laughs> She's falling apart, guys. She's falling. She only can make it twenty-seven minutes into this episode. Not even. Not even. Why is it so funny though? Can you read it? Yeah, I can read it. I can read it. I can read it. Here, give it to me. Look at this. I'm gonna bail her out. I'm gonna bail her out. Oh, let me see. There's something. There must be a funny line tell, here somewhere. Tell so. me, tell me about the rumpet. Okay, the rumpet will not. Un the rumpet will not attack unless sorely provoked. But should it charge, the results are usually catastrophic. The rumpet's horn can pierce everything from skin to metal, and contains a deadly fluid, which will cause whatever is injected with it to explode. <laughs> You're honest, you, I mean, guys, let me just say, we didn't have a white claw. We didn't have, there's no giggle water in this salad. Like, we're just literally sipping on some cold brew. And this young lady oh. over here cannot. I'm sorry. I she, apologize. Unbelievable. Leave it to the German teacher over here to just like fall apart. Okay. I'm good now. Okay, good. Me too. Um, We just had to get through the word explode. Okay. Erumpet numbers are not great as males frequently explode each other during the mating season <laughs> okay i thought we were done um they are treated with great caution by african wizards erumpent horns tails and the exploding fluid are all used in potions though classified as class b tradable materials dangerous and subject to strict control pretty cool pretty explosive wow 
pretty <clears throat> explosive. Oh my goodness. Um, um, yeah. Let me just transition us right out of that, which is, would you like to have an arumpet? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh gosh hey um yes sorry but the the scene actually was pretty adorable with the i mean at any point in time jacob could have died new could have died because as we just learned rampant horns they are pierce and yeah they inject fluids and you explode yeah so jacob almost goner yeah but um so weird so weird i think like they're I think they're really cool. Like if you if you watch them somewhere in the wild or in the zoo. Or oh, somewhere, for sure. Just, Let them do their own thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Study them. Like they're just huge. Like elephants. They're, they're huge. They are. Yeah. So you got to be really careful. You got to be really. Yeah. If you if you have one as a friend and you can, I don't know. It the rumpet knows to be careful around you. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. I mean, just like newts. So. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Newt, for taking care of all these creatures who who need some love. Yeah. Yeah, and who have a lot of love to express. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> All right. All right, friends. I, I was going to suggest to read this summary. But? And and I'm going to try my best. Are you I, sure? I, I can do it. Are you sure? You want to do it? Or... I'll do it. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Chapter 20, The Dementor's Kiss. The bizarre-looking group has just left the Shrieking Shack and is now making their way through the tunnel towards the Whomping Willow. Harry, Hermione, Olymping Ron, chained to Pettigrew and Black, Professor Lupin, as well as an unconscious Snape drifting along are all following Crookshanks through the underground passage. They have quite a distance to walk, and as Harry is walking directly behind Sirius, the two awkwardly start a conversation. Sirius tells Harry what he already knows that he was appointed by Lillian James to be his godfather, his guardian, and Sirius offers Harry to come and live with him once his name has been cleared. Only if he wants to, of course. Harry can't believe his ears. A chance to leave the Dursleys, to go live with another wizard, and not just any wizard, but his parents' best friend. He happily agrees to that. This makes Sirius smile for the first time, and Harry finally recognizes the joyful face he saw on his mom and dad's wedding photo. While they one by one climb out of the hole by the Whomping Willow, Harry's head is spinning with excitement. His life is going to change forever. He's going to leave the Dursleys for good. But then, something awful happens. A cloud shifts and the full moon is revealed. Lupin stops dead and the whole party comes to a halt. Sirius reacts quickly and tells the kids to run. Harry is confused, but Hermione understands the seriousness of the situation. Lupin had forgotten to take his potion. He is going to transform into a werewolf, and in a few minutes, no human will be safe around him. Unable to move, the three watch in horror. First, how Lupin transforms into an enormous, hairy wolf, and then how Sirius turns into a huge black dog. Sirius charges at Lupin, and the fight between the two giant beasts erupts. Harry watches the battle transfixed, but Hermione screams and pulls him out of his paralysis. He turns around and sees Pettigrew with Lupin's wand in his hand attacking Ron and Crookshanks. He quickly disarms Peter and demands him to stand still, but Peter is quicker. He's already transformed back into a rat and Harry can only see his tail darting away from the group. Meanwhile, Lupin has hurt Sirius badly and the werewolf starts running out of sight. Severely bleeding, Sirius chases after him and Harry and Hermione are alone with an unconscious Snape and Ron who doesn't seem to respond. 
The two are trying to figure out what to do when they hear a dog yelping in the distance, and Harry takes off running. He runs towards Sirius, closely followed by Hermione. The two arrive at the shore of the lake and watch Sirius, who has turned back into a man, fall on his knees, whimpering and pleading. The air suddenly turns unnaturally cold, and when Harry and Hermione look up, they can see an army of Dementors gliding towards Sirius. Harry tries his best to fight the Dementors off with the Patronus charm and urges Hermione to do the same. But Hermione has never practiced the spell and is unable to support Harry. He can't do it alone. There are too many. One of them has come so close that Harry's mind becomes clouded and he can hear his mother's screams again. The Dementor pulls his hood back and reveals a terrifying face. It opens its mouth and a rattling sound emerges. Hermione has already fallen unconscious. Harry is desperately trying to summon his Patronus again. But the cold, damp hands grab Harry around the neck, tilting his face upward. He feels the foul breath of the Dementor draw nearer and nearer, his mother's screams getting louder and louder. Harry thinks it's going to be the last thing that he'll ever hear as he prepares for the Dementor to perform its kiss. However, at that moment, a growing silvery light breaks through the fog. Harry collapses onto the grass. The Dementor lets go. The dark creatures are fleeing from the spreading light that is warming the air and silencing the screams. They are being driven away by something that is circling around Harry, Sirius, and Hermione. Gathering his remaining strength, Harry slightly lifts his head, and the last thing that he sees is a luminous creature galloping across the lake towards a person, a very familiar-looking person. Confused and exhausted, Harry is unable to comprehend what is happening, and then he faints, his head hitting the ground. I remember this last scene. When I first read the book, it was so cool because I totally thought James had come back. Later on, Harry tells us who he thinks uh, conjured up that amazing Patronus. Because mm -hmm. he hasn't done it yet. Right. I mean, he has in that moment. Here we go. Paradox of the time traveling. Because uh -huh. <laughs> that's what gives him the confidence later on. I've already done it. But mm -hmm. um, right, right, I right. just remember, I don't remember that much from reading the book for the first time. But this is one thing. I definitely remember it. This part where I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to bring... Because we've seen all the uh, marauders in this book. Somehow, he's going to bring James back. And you can argue, he kind of did. Sure. Prongs yeah. was there. So Right, right. Uh, yeah, I love that. Um, that scene is a little different here. In the movie, we only see Sirius and Harry. But Hermione's there too. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk mm -hmm. later about Hermione and... Um, her role in this, this whole thing, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, but we start off this chapter, a very short chapter, actually, but a lot of things happening. And that's why the, the summary is still pretty long. Uh, Harry and Sirius, uh, when they leave the Shrieking Shack and that really awkward group, right? Uh, all they're trying to do is get Peter to the castle so they can tell the truth, show everybody this is Peter Pettigrew. He's still alive. He mm -hmm, lied to mm -hmm. everyone. He's the actual murderer. Yeah, or not yeah. murder, sorry, but the actual um, spy who told on the Potters. Mm. And actually, well, he is a murderer to, to some muggles. Which right. Is awful. right. But I find it quite interesting, the conversation that Harry and Sirius have on that hour-long walk back through the tunnel. And just moments ago, Harry learned that Black is not a mass murderer, but an innocent man. Mm -hmm. And his parents' friend... Right, and he's directly asked by by Sirius or by Black <laughs> to to come live with uh, with him. Harry is asked by Sirius to come live with him, and Harry just—I mean, 
to be really honest, as a teenager, he's just like anything to leave the Dursleys, man. Yeah. You're a mass murderer, kind of, not really, but hey, cool. I want to, I don't want to live with him. <laughs> That's crazy. In that That's moment, crazy. I feel like in the movie, they did it way more emotionally attached to the fact that this is, I mean, he does say a little bit about, oh, he's his parents' best friend. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But the way he responds, really, his first thought is, oh my gosh, I can leave the Dursleys. I don't have to go back there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I think it's, yeah, it, it's a big motivating factor. It's also, yeah, right. That's the first thought. And the second thought is this is my, you know, dad's best mate. Yes. And from serious perspective, I think for him, Harry looks so much like James that it really would mean a lot to him. And it's kind of heartbreaking that this is never going to happen, really. Like, yeah. Harry's so happy. I think, really, it's life-changing for him to the thought outside of hogwarts you're good you're living with a wizard you don't because for him he always leaves the wizarding world behind mm -hmm. he has to yeah. live in the muggle world and right and that's not his home right and that would mean he would never have to leave the wizarding world yeah so. yeah it's rough <laughs> i mean it is yeah it's it is interesting how quickly he is all of a sudden like yeah hey sure apps let's are you serious let's go right and yeah i'm serious this, i'm serious yeah. black let's go come on <laughs> Um, so it is something, I mean, it's, I think it, it's in his mind for most of this year, he didn't even know who Sirius Black was before the year exactly. starts. Yeah. So then he, he finds out about all of this. It's super crazy, super emotional. And then by the end he realizes like, okay, I was wrong about that. I think had he believed that Black was this person and he blamed him for 12 plus years, mm -hmm. you know, if, or, yeah, whatever, um, that he had learned about the lore and the story. Yeah. He and the hatred would have built built Over up the for him. Years, yeah. It would have been a lot harder for him to kind of accept the truth, you know. Yeah, that sometimes it's, is the case yeah. for people. And yeah. th this is like okay, he learned you know before Christmas or whatever time it yeah. was that uh, that this guy is responsible for his parents' death, and then yeah. now you have a person you trust, Remus, mm -hmm. and you have Sirius there, kind of saying, "Hey, uh, yes, I'm responsible." But not in the way that you think. Right. And you saw so. proof. Like you saw Peter Pettigrew is still there. And right. It all makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of Peter Pettigrew, you guys now, here's how I've been. I know, mark your spot in your notes so you can yeah. come back to it. Okay. I just want to point out something that might be kind of ridiculous. But when they're in the Shrieking Shack, Peter's revealed. Okay. He's there. He alone, just being, just existing, is proof that Black is innocent. If there were ever a time for a wizard or a witch to have a cell phone and snap a photo, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yes. That would clear everything up. True. Everyone's like, well, this is in the 90s. This is in the 90s. All right, fine, fine. But I mean, come on. You know, that would have been. Where is Colin Creevy when you need him? Gosh, get that guy in. Yeah, literally. Literally. Uh, He's the guy snapping photos. Yeah. I mean, we needed him out there to document this, but. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny because that's all it would have taken. <laughs> I know. One photo and then now there's an investigation here. Because actually all Cornelius Fudge needs is somebody to blame. And so when there is no Peter Pettigrew and you can't, you know, bring me somebody else to question right. and I can't right. sub him in to take the punishment or yeah. to, to make a headline in the Daily Prophet, that's got to go back to black. The, the story right. needs to continue for Fudge to be all as well. I have this under control. Yeah. Uh, we're going to mark it as, as serious. Black. Any, anything that's bad, we're going to chalk it up to him. That all would have switched 
to Pettigrew. I mean, one picture, one right. bit of evidence that says he's out there on the loose. We wouldn't be talking about Voldemort still because Cornelius Fudge can't do that. But mm -hmm. we would have been talking about Peter Pettigrew, mm -hmm. the mass murderer. Yeah. And Sirius Black from this noble house is, all right, he's back again. Yeah. We're good, right? True. I mean, it would have been such a change. There still would have been a, a chance for Voldemort to return. But, like, we just needed one photo and Sirius is good. Right. Yeah. I mean, talking about the wizarding world being behind and being still somewhere in the, I don't know what age is medieval. Not really. I mean, I think Filch still lives in the medieval age, but yeah. Um, yeah. Somewhere stuck in the Victorian era. I don't know. Yeah. With their technology. Cause they don't need it. I mean, they use magic for right. the technology we have now as muggles, but. Right. sometimes they I probably mean, know it's detrimental in some way to us, <laughs> you know maybe maybe they do because uh because you were pointing out the uh the things that the ministry or like uh that we could what we could do with cell phones well the ministry relies on they said owls are terrible right the all the pellets pellets yes the owls drop mm -hmm. uh, and feathers and whatnot uh they now have the memos flying around which is yeah. fine but still it takes so much longer to send a memo like that versus right. just a text message or email mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um but i get it like they they're traditionalists right this i mean this whole world is kind of run by old wizarding families we see one true, example true. is lucius malfoy look at his influence in the ministry and the, right, he's right. probably not the only one uh, yeah. if the blacks yeah, were mean, still around and not right. gone to the dark side then yeah. uh they would probably have a lot of influence in the ministry i think right for sure yeah i know there's there's some sort of political stuff later on with like mm -hmm. uh spew and stuff and hermione and jk rowling trying to do some things there too in terms of being progressive but also right. like pushing that on a group of people that don't want it except you know there's some of yeah. that we'll get to that later on yeah and i don't really remember it that well so we'll have to true uh, true That's, figure it out but yeah. that is something that it's it's this world is sort of dominated by those older wizarding families and yeah. that's an issue because you know, you've got these progressive wizards who are like, you know, Arthur Weasley, who is like, hey, I'm from like a family like that. But I'm also like, I love Hermione. I love yeah. muggles and I want to know more about them. And he's working in. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In that, in that, in that branch of yeah. uh, the department. So just interesting. But also, like you were saying, okay, let's just snap a photo and the issue would be resolved. There is air quote technologies, ways, spells to prove certain things. To see... Yeah. Like a photo is nothing but, you know, a memory. Well, we have memories in the heads of one, two, three, five people now. Yeah, I know. And that was the, so they're going later on. We'll get to that part where they're going to they're going to go right forward with this is called the Dementor's Kiss, which is essentially being performed at the end of this. Uh, Harry's future self or whatever rescues them from the Dementor's right. Kiss, but it's uh, it's being performed here. Um, and we know later on that Fudge and those guys are not going to waste any time and we're going to, you know, uh, be done with serious, serious black. He's not going to have a chance to testify, share his side of the story. Uh, the kids are sort of cast off as deranged and, and befuddled and whatnot. So mm. hoodwinked or whatever they're called. Yeah. So I was wondering what happened to Peter's wand. 
Oh boy. He didn't have one here because he lost it 12 years ago. But what happened there? Mm-hmm. He cast his spell behind his back, then transformed into a rat. So no one investigated. And well, th- they did. They just thought, okay, Peter's dead and his wand is just on the floor. Okay, it makes sense. Peter was killed by Sirius to such an extent that they only found a finger, but his wand was still on the floor. So oh, they could hold on have, a second. They hold could on. have used that wand to investigate. They what was the last could spell? have investigated both mm-hmm. Sirius Black's wand. Yes, sir. And Pettigrew's wand to determine who created the blast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You have witnesses that are just testifying. It's a time of of crisis. So they rushed through the, the all this stuff. And you had Barty yeah. Crouch, who was like, no trial. Send him straight to Azkaban. No question. He's a he's he's related to the Noble House of Black. Mm-hmm. Dark side, we kind of thought all along. Poor yeah, Peter yeah. Pettigrew. And even Dumbledore is like, yeah, well, I mean, he was supposed to be their secret keeper. Right. And, and he didn't act like an innocent man. That's no, what Dumbledore true, says. True. He did not. Well, so. because he didn't feel like an innocent man. Right. He, right. Yeah. Yeah. You did a whole short about it. True. I did. Uh, did I did. Why did Sirius make Peter switch to or why did he make the Potter switch to Peter? Right. So check that out. It's check it out. Why? <laughs> check it out. Why? It hits hard at the end. Sorry about that. <laughs> it does. So, um, uh, real quick before we move on to Remus's transformation, I have a question for you. Okay. About Harry moving to Sirius had so had the end of Prisoner not really happened, and Sirius would have been freed. Would Dumbledore have let Harry leave the Dursleys to live with Sirius, despite knowing? you know of the um bond of blood charm the, the spell yes the jar the charm right that protects harry while he's at the dursley's house so that's a great question i mean would would dumbledore allow harry to leave the dursleys to live with sirius black and forego all those protections that he set up yeah. that are all tied back to lily's sacrifice i don't know i think at this point he would have to explain to harry yeah more of that blood magic and what is going on because he does cast that protection early on and there's a reason he has to stay so he Mm -hmm. needs to make that make that clear that he's protected there Mm -hmm. and sort of yeah i mean that that should just be obvious i think he you know Dumbledore doesn't want to to worry harry and a lot of times he doesn't want to concern him like hey it's all good you just go there do your thing but now when there's an option, there's a choice. And even Sirius Black, if he's not like if he is allowed to go free, this is hypothetical. If he's allowed to go free, then would it be? Yeah, you'd have to like let Sirius know as well. Hey, here's yeah. here's the protections that I set up. So unless we can protect Grimold Place mm-hmm. as well as we can Aunt Petunia's Privet Drive, yeah. then it's a no-go. Right. No-go. I mean, like we because... You still have now Pettigrew out on the run, okay? And you have other Death Eaters. We've already seen uh, the Chamber of Secrets has mm-hmm. been opened, right? Someone, probably Lucius Malfoy, and I think Dumbledore knows that, uh, sent that in. Interesting. Right. So right. you still have Agents of the Dark Lord working, and if there were a chance to get a hold of the boy who lived and to take him down, I think they would. Mm-hmm. So that's where you got to be. You got to be careful if you're Dumbledore and you can't just yeah. say, yeah, Harry, no problem. Right. Sirius is running free. He's his name has been cleared. Go yeah. live with him. No, yeah. no, no. He set up all these protections at Aunt Petunia's house. So you got to go there. Your, yeah. your mother. It's it, this is the this is an explaining, I think, the significance between 
this being a part of Lily's sacrifice, and mm -hmm. that is the protection that is carrying over yeah. through Aunt Petunia, it actually might soften Harry a little bit. It might even mend a, 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 some, some brokenness between Aunt yeah. Petunia and Harry. The yeah. fact that that conversation never really comes up between them, and it, it just it sucks because I, I feel like yes. it, it would help. But Dumbledore doesn't think about things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, no, this is, this is, he's more business like. Like, this is, he's also trying to, he says that, like, throughout the series, he realizes that Harry, Harry as he grows as a person, is sort of like, uh, he grew to love Harry. And yeah. so, so, so the older he gets, he's like, wow, what a good kid. Yeah. Such a good kid. And, he and he's turned out so much better than he could ever imagine. Right. 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 He's, he's always thinking of, Dumbledore's thinking of his youth. Mm -hmm. and his shortcomings yeah and sometimes he applies that to harry and harry just keeps sort of impressing him yeah. <laughs> with the caliber of person that he is yeah. so in this conversation yeah he absolutely harry is mature enough to hear there's a reason why you need to stay at Aunt Petunia's. Yeah. He, he kind of has hinted at that before but just having an explicit conversation mm -hmm. uh, about the magic that was done there is 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 huge and i yeah. wonder if dumbledore is just also cautious about sharing that because he thinks a death eater or somebody else might find out and there's oh, yeah. a way to circumvent yeah. that protection, you know? So, so sometimes yeah, the best protections are just like, if right, nobody knows, it's exactly. secret. Exactly. It's right? something Dumb uh, uh, Voldemort doesn't know. Right. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't know all the love, bonding, right. protection, charm things. Yes. <laughs> yes. But any of his followers, if they were to, to figure out that like, okay, you know, the best way to get him is on his way there or in transit. Like, mm -hmm. he, where is Harry Potter most vulnerable um, that's that's what they might start to kind of inquire yeah. more on. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. So great, yeah, you, you you're saying it. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. Same. I think. Unfortunately, he would have explained to them, "Hey, you can visit for a little bit, just like you visit the Weasleys sometimes for a week or two, but yeah, you can't go there for the whole summer." Mm -hmm, right. I right. Think. Yeah. So it makes me a little, you know, feel a little bit better about the whole thing. Not becoming true i mean not really because Sirius's yeah. fate is pretty sad too <laughs> yeah um great question for a short though i think i might actually take yeah. that and you know it's a hypothetical right yes. If Sirius is freed if he is allowed mm -hmm. to go his name has been cleared would dumbledore allow him to live at grimold place yeah. and not privet drive long hook but i think yes. it'll work yes <laughs> okay <laughs> sounds good um Another thing that doesn't quite make sense in this whole setup with Remus being a werewolf and everything happens because of Remus, right? That's why they become Animagi. That's why Peter um, is able to hide for mm -hmm. so long and is able to run away just in a few seconds from now. Right. Um, is they leave the tunnel. So the whole group, leave, uh, they're leaving the tunnel and all of a sudden, a cloud shifts and they're bathed in moonlight. And it might just be a coincidence, but I, it doesn't sound like it because the cloud shifts and then all of a sudden Remus transforms at that moment. Um, or is, I mean, it seems like the transformation is triggered by moonlight, by the full moon. But then the whole time you would wonder why, if that's the case, why would Remus even need the potion and protection and because he says for the last couple of months at hogwarts all he's been doing every month when the full moon comes around he would just curl up in his office as his little wolf form and because of the potion it's the symptoms are way way milder he can just 
be in there. He's not hurting anyone or anything, not even himself. Cool. But he still transforms. So why wouldn't he just, if that's the moonlight triggering him, just avoid going outside during the full moon or, you know, going near a window where the moonlight could show yeah so it's kind of what you're, what you're alluding to is it's a little bit of an inconsistency like yeah is I it just so. when the moon has risen even if it's covered in, in uh, by clouds and we can't see it is mm. he still turning into a werewolf in his office uh versus here yeah he should have already turned then in the tunnel slash um yeah. you know back in the shrieking shack yeah if, if it's just the fact that the moon has risen mm. and and it's it's full and it's it's just that time right of month right so what this chapter, or what we learn is that it's actually being bathed in the moonlight. Mm. And, the, and the movie does it as well, too. So they come yes. out of there, the clouds move, and he's hit with uh, the moonlight, and he turns. Yes. And I, I would just ask everyone out there mm. that when you walk outside and you see a full moon, right, <laughs> don't you? Oh! <laughs> don't you get that urge? I mean, right? I, I do. I know I do. <laughs> Now, if I don't see it, if I don't see it, I don't know. It, it might feel it in my bones. Yeah. I might feel it, yeah. you know, just just somewhere. Feel it, and I can feel it in my shoulders. Okay, let's think about this. So, but yeah, sorry. They saw him, Harry. Later on in the next chapter, when they go back in time, there is a moment when Harry and Hermione watch Lupin follow them through the tunnel. Which, from their perspective, this time around, they couldn't see that, but now they watch him, and it's explicitly described that there were thick clouds covering the moon during that time. So to, to get that in that moment, he can't transform because Wait, so, the moon is covered. Oh, you mean, you mean, so but when Lupin, so you're saying the moon has already risen by the time he exits the castle. It says that in the chapter. Cause what I was just going to bring up is that the, the path from, from the Whomping willow all the way back to the shrieking shack is mm -hmm. an, is an hour. They say it takes about an hour Yes, in the tunnel. Yeah, in the tunnel, walking right. an hour. Right. First of all, guys, wow, yeah. come on now. It's a long. That's a long way. So anyway, um, some people are like, "Ez, come on, get in shape. Like, you know, get get after it, right?" But there's they're they're crouched over, and it's just a long passageway that goes off of the map. So there is time. I felt like when before a couple chapters back, when we're going into this, they're outside in daylight when they believe Buckbeak is executed. Yeah, and so that's this is when explained too, yeah. right? That's when so we did, for sure it's like, um, you know, it's dusk and and maybe the sun is setting, but there's at least enough to see, and the moon hasn't risen yet. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, but how, so how long? So an hour later, so what when they go in there, and it's an hour of them sort of going through the passageway, and it's, I think there's enough time for the moon to come out and yeah. do its thing. So. He's explaining. I love it though. You're looking for these uh, little plot holes, little inconsistencies to try to figure out what's going on because you know it could just be that it could speed if the moon's it up. Covered, it's fine. It could speed it up. What I, the only oh, way? Oh, it could just speed the know, transformation up. Yeah, like you said, if you're you hit can, directly. Yes, if the moonlight hits you directly, like you can, like you said, you can feel it in your bones, kind of. But if if you look at it directly, maybe it it triggers it right away, whereas right. it would be slower. Yeah. If you were just inside, but it wouldn't prevent it. If even oh. if you, yeah, even if you <laughs> avoid it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm just. Mm. Okay. Has anybody ever done just a big old like wolf cry to the moon? Just kind of, man. My neighbor had a, a husky dog, and any time, I mean, goodness gracious, talk about being scared as a kid. Like the window would be open, 
you know, I mean, the wind be blowing through and we would just hear the husky let loose. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, some something, something's going down anyway. OK, uh, go. Oh, uh, yes. Sir. Well, you looking for something? So. I thought I found it, but OK. OK, it says they watched the four men climb the castle steps and disappear from view. So this was the ministry uh, people after they just rescued Buckbeak. For a few minutes, the scene was deserted. Then, here comes Lupin, said Harry, as they saw another figure sprinting down the stone steps and hearing toward the willow. Harry looked up at the sky. Clouds were obscuring the moon completely. Well, they watched go. Lupin seize a broken branch and so on. Cool. So I think you're right. It's just the fact that um, he's going to turn later tonight, whether the moon hits him or not, perhaps. But um, yeah. it's if he gets hit with those... yeah. Because otherwise, there's no need for the yeah. potion. There's no need for this whole, oh, my gosh, he's a werewolf. Right, he just stay out of the... Yeah. You just stay inside and you be a good little werewolf, okay? <laughs> you oh, I know. Can there. you imagine, like, a little wolf just curled up in his office, just sleeping, sleeping in it out? Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay. I was going to say something um, inappropriate, but I won't. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, something I really admired was Sirius in that moment. So when they see the cloud shift and and Hermione knows right away, Sirius knows right away. They right away they understand. Oh, this means Lupin is going to transform. Sirius knows he needs to protect Harry at all costs, and the others. <laughs> and he has no time to think about Peter in that moment. Peter for him is his freedom. Getting Peter to the castle for him means being free from all the charges true but in this moment he doesn't think about that he thinks about the protection of the kids and harry first so i think that's really cool that's it's the cool. gryffindor yeah. in him um it's yeah right I, not I thinking about himself that. he's just thinking mm -hmm. about protecting harry and so on yeah. yeah yeah and then something interesting happens peter gets the wand one of the wands uh and he attacks ron we don't know what he does to ron but but he didn't kill him he did not kill him and he didn't try to i mean like because at this point he's facing possibly the dementor's kiss exactly so it's almost like you you don't want to mess around here so you've either got to be really good really efficient really powerful and he does something and you he think it is I, I i don't know what did i say I think you think that there's a soft spot for Ron. Oh, yeah, that's what I, yes. So I thought you were um, yeah. asking me about the spell he used, but yes. I want to know the specific spell <laughs> that he used. Uh, no, he just kind of, I don't know, stunned him or something. Ron yeah. didn't move, um, but he didn't kill him. And I think that's because he spent so many years with Ron. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to kill him. Right. Yeah. And then something he's doing with Crookshanks, you would think he would just ruthlessly kill Crookshanks because... Crookshank's been on yeah. his mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. toes. No. Crookshank's, like, huh? Was trying to get him. Oh, all it was your... on his tail. Tail. On his tail. It was on his tail. <laughs> Crookshank's <laughs> on his toes, you guys. It was hey, on his, his toes. His toes must be so big that they can be seen in a little photo in the yep. Daily Prophet. So Scabber's got some big toes. Crookshank's was on his tail this whole year and trying to, you know, either get him to serious or eat him i don't know <laughs> yeah so he knew it was a bad rat you would think he would just kill crookshanks but he didn't either he just well threw Crook him in the air crookshanks and... is a mag is a magical cat and i don't so mm, actually he has nine I don't, lives he has nine lives so he may yeah may have used <laughs> up one right there shot him up in the air and crookshanks yep. said blink one life done I'll, right. I'll take the i'm stepping the next one <laughs> worth it 
yeah um to face down peter Pettigrew. but yeah because he doesn't uh he could have done a lot worse things to the cat and he doesn't or he tried to and a nasal has some special protections mm. I wouldn't be surprised like if uh, if Newt's commander like I like it. <laughs> uh, if Newt's commander could tell us a few things about the Nizel that we yeah. don't know, even it's not in his book, you know, side know. notes, unconfirmed things. But yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting because they couldn't tell what happened to Ron. Ron was like he he was like there, but unconscious, non-responsive, mm -hmm. sort of. Yeah, but he was still. Like he, they could tell he was breathing and I alive. They, and... I mean, they never had the stunning spell in school yet, so it might might have been could have just been that stunning spell. Yep, could have just been stupefy. Stupefy. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note though, it was definitely silent, wordless magic, whatever you call it. Nonverbal. Nonverbal. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Some Latin here. Yeah. Sorry, I should know. Nonverbal magic. So props to Peter. He mm -hmm. did that all that nonverbally. Um. And uh, Peter sees his chance. That's his chance to escape. Uh, he transforms back into a rat and says, bye-bye. Bye. Like in the movie. She's like, bye. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I want to talk a little bit about Remus in, uh, in all of this. And I wouldn't blame Remus. And this is a bit of a heartbreaker, too. Later on, he often seems depressed. He often has a lot of feelings of guilt, mm -hmm. even when that, especially when it comes to his relationship later with Tonks. Yeah. He almost leaves her because he feels too guilty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is, by the way, so like really heartbreaking to me because it's not because he doesn't love her. It's because mm. he loves her so much. He thinks he's not good for her. Mm -hmm. And like these feelings of guilt. Um, well, he, do he does play a huge role in all of this. And him being a werewolf. That's why Peter becomes an animagus. Right? Because yep. of him. And, and also in tonight. In this chapter. He was the one who forgot to take his potion. And that's why... He turns into a werewolf, and this gave Peter, again, the chance or distraction he needed to escape, uh, to return to his master and mm -hmm. essentially bring Voldemort back to life. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what I'm saying is this is really awful things happening to Remus. I wouldn't blame him if I was in his position. I wouldn't, I, I just don't blame him feeling that guilt. Mm -hmm. But that is not, I'm not saying mm. he's guilty. I'm just, Heck no. Sympathetic, empathetic. Yeah, both. Yeah. With him feeling. Yeah, he's he's in like, a situation. Oh, what if I had I just taken my potion that night? Mm -hmm. This all wouldn't have happened. Right. But can't do that yourself. No, you can't do that. There's things we can't control, mistakes we make that we had no idea what the outcomes would be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there is so many things that could have led to Peter returning to Voldemort and there's other factors like Snape showing up you said that mm -hmm. Snape showing up had Snape not interfered maybe yep. that wouldn't have happened either uh, Harry's decision plays a huge role in it he said don't kill Peter right. but give him to the uh, put him back in Azkaban right right right, right. Uh, that teaches us really like you know sometimes when we blame ourselves it's we don't see the full picture there's right. so many circumstances that we don't know of um yeah, because you, you just lead listed, to certain consequences. Yeah. Yeah. You just listed like, you know, a couple things. And you could go all the way back to Remus being a young boy 
and mm-hmm. being bitten, right? He's an innocent. Right. He and is. so this is not none of this is his fault that no. he uh that, that he was attacked and that he now is a werewolf and then he's sort of has I mean I go all the way back there and like maybe he has a uh like a good job somewhere and he's not right. accepting the cursed defense against the dark arts job that right. Dumbledore is offering him because he's a werewolf and he can't get anybody else to take the job. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can go in all sorts of different directions and I hate when people it is it's hard not to yeah. do and I do understand why people would mm-hmm. do it sometimes because a tragedy happens because they you know got in a fight with somebody they left and then something happened or or whatever or just they forgot to do something forgetfulness whatever a mistake is made uh or even just you told it could be anything any decision that you make that then all of a sudden like oh you start to second guess well what if i would have said hey yeah. stay here don't go there do what you know whatever it is like we just can't and there's too many of those yeah. and so but you're right i do think he does blame himself a yeah. lot because from this he's, he thinks back and i didn't take my potion mm-hmm. now it's out that I'm a werewolf. Uh, Peter Pettigrew's gone. My friend now is is like Lord Voldemort's coming back, and then now my friend Sirius Black. He's still um, a wanted man, and the list goes on, right? right. And so he's just he's yeah. distraught. Oh, yeah, and it goes all the way back to they planted the Whomping Willow, the yeah. shack for him, and they did all this stuff for him. He just feels unworthy of all of yeah. it, and doesn't know how to kind of really, you know, repay exactly. people for that. So. But you know, my theory is yeah, even had Peter not made it like the escape right now he uh Voldemort would have still returned somehow so yes yeah, it sure. seems like for right sure. now that's the only scenario we know is peter returns to him and brings him back to or helps him mm-hmm. uh do all the magic he needs to come back to a physical right right existence right but but he would have figured it out there would have yeah. been another way there would have been another there follower yeah another um, person or... who just you know like quarrel someone like that mm-hmm. yeah all right uh man the more, I mean, the more we read this book, the more you just want something more about the Marauders, something, you know, this, we, we need some more backstory of mm-hmm. these characters for sure. Agreed. <laughs> uh, the next thing though, I want to ask for this chapter, I want to ask you, what do you think uh, when they go back to the lake, or not back to the lake, when they go down to the lake, uh, serious encounters all these dementors who have been hunting and haunting him mm-hmm. for this past year trying to catch him yeah and he was able to defy them yeah or defy. not defy but uh evade them yep for a whole year as a dog yeah why in this moment do you think did Sirius turn back into a man when the dementors came why was like why did they feel him see him they can't see why did they know it was him yeah i think it's probably because he's injured that's the main thing i think it's just oh, because of the okay injury. i mean it could possibly right because mm-hmm. remus From, and him are in, yeah. a, in a fight he's bleeding yeah he has a um, wound mm-hmm. yeah and so and so he's he's running off so the idea I, I wonder if you're in your animicus form can you heal better if you switch back to your human form okay is that more natural and therefore that leans into the light and healing and it's, be. you know kind of feels like it might be something or are there more protections uh being in, in your animagus form because again you go to that form to mm-hmm. fight a werewolf that's exactly right. what he did mm-hmm. um which is interesting too by the way that Sirius didn't just say give me your wand and i'm gonna take this werewolf out yeah how do you fight a werewolf with a wand right can, can you is it po- like like what you would know you what use? i feel like it's it's mentioned when we actually talked about the Erumpin today. Yeah, yeah. It also says it def- like it defers a lot of spells. 
And look at Hagrid oh, okay. being a giant. Yeah, yeah. Hagrid's spells don't work the same way on him sometimes. Right, he's got giant blood. So I feel werewolf like... blood. Yeah. Interesting. Does that mean then that like Bill Weasley and Lupin oh. are more resistant to offensive magic? Even though... because they, I would say yes. I would say yes if that's the case. Because <laughs> I'm just wondering why Sirius doesn't pull out that, you know, hey, give me a wand. Yeah. And I'm going to stun him or mm -hmm. I'm going to do something else to this werewolf. I think and that's exactly more... why people are afraid of werewolves. They right, can't just the, do that. They can't do mm -hmm. it. The wizarding community is still uh, largely terrified by them and they're, um, yeah, they're, they're outcasts. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, I think Sirius does change back to his human form for some sort either. He, injuries, maybe you yeah. need to continue to maintain consciousness and keep a, mm -hmm. maybe he fainted for a second due to the fight mm -hmm. or you know, blacked out and then comes back to, and he's yeah. in his human form. Perhaps not sure how how much do you have to focus on keeping yourself in that form. Yeah, it seems it doesn't seem to be. It seems there could be a, a switch that once you flip it, you, you're good and you can coast and stay there because Peter does for twelve years exactly. Yeah. So and I mean this whole year he did. Sirius right. probably didn't turn back for a whole year. Whole right. year. Yeah. Yeah. So good anyway. point. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's probably it. And there is also a huge number of Dementors, so it's hard. We see he's. He's whimpering. He's pleading. He's seeing something just like Harry does. I wonder. We don't want to go too deep into this, but Sirius probably sees some really dark stuff too when sure. the Dementors come near him. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And Harry, bless Harry, he is trying so hard to fight all the Dementors. And you could think just seeing hundreds of Dementors, he would be like, oh, okay, okay, I can't do it. He tries anyway. Yeah. He begs Hermione to try. He fights for his dad's best friend. Mm -hmm. He fights for his freedom because he thinks Sirius, you know, mm -hmm. he can yeah. live with Sirius and Sirius is innocent. A new life. Yeah. He, yes, a new life for Sirius' innocence and for himself and Hermione too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to me, he begs Hermione, please help me. But Hermione, the, the Patronus charm is so advanced that even Hermione cannot learn the Patronus charm just on the spot. No, especially right there in that it, pressure, yeah, panicking, pressure right? Mm -mm. And she passes out. Yeah. And I mark this down as one of the few moments where Hermione and her brilliancy can't really help Harry. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of, like, I mean, uh, actually, I take that back. Uh, we see Hermione often getting a panicky moment, right? In that at the beginning of the series at least mm -hmm. later on less of that for yeah. sure i feel like she learns and for she sure. grows yeah, she beyond does. that because go back to book one mm -hmm. where uh it's the troll? the troll mm -hmm. and also the what's the plant oh goodness devil snare yes the devil snare and she freaks out for a second and doesn't know what to do yeah just for a second yeah, yeah. right 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 yeah no i think i think you're right there's a few times where then this sort of um yeah, this, this happens by the end of the series. She's clutch. She, yeah. she already is pretty clutch here anyways. Um, and in this mm -hmm. situation, you're asking the impossible. I mean, yes. he trained and trained and trained. He's he's powerful. This was important to him. Yeah. This had to do with uh, with his parents hearing his mother mm -hmm. scream, uh, all those things. So yeah. it was really something that was um, intimate to Harry. True. And that's yeah. the only reason I think he was a great teacher. Mm -hmm. And it was this personal attack that he was under. So he's really he was willing to put in the effort to learn the Patronus yes. charm uh, way earlier than he was scheduled. Exactly. To. And so. he's able to teach in his fifth year other kids that are his mm -hmm. age 
to use the Patronus. Yeah, you know, I think some witches and wizards get they, they become excellent at certain spells, right? Mm -hmm. They they uh, they can master them and use them and find even <laughs> different uses and ways to, for for them. Yeah, yeah, so. like Lockhart. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, like Lockhart. I mean, he's yeah. an expert. Yeah, in his uh, field. Yeah, so. yeah, memory charms. charms. Yeah, Jinx. Ah. Wow, gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, so great. But yeah, that was that was a that was a tough moment there at the end where he's he's trying, 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 and then ba boom, what he was trying to do ends up working. It ends yes. up working actually, but it wasn't him. But uh, it was. But it was him. him. Yes. So, Which is so awesome. I think this plot twist is, I love it. It's so yeah. cool because, and we'll talk about this in the next chapter when we actually go back in time. Um, that it's him and he had the confidence because he already did it yeah plus he thought it was his dad and then it wasn't because it was him but it's also his dad it's brilliant to yeah. me yeah yeah <laughs> because it's prongs his patronus is prongs right he had already seen his patronus in the dream remember mm -hmm. in this book he had a mm -hmm. dream about the hoofs and the patronus absolutely and, absolutely and he always saw prongs yep. in the dream it's it's, it's amazing to me and it's, it's cool it really underlines this whole concept of um you know it's already there mm -hmm. yes we're kind of confined in this time space right 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 scenario right. but but everything that we're seeking is already here it's already here yeah for sure oh. and it's it's within it's within yeah. each of us and it's within harry yeah. and so that I is cool this. it is a cool because the, the spirit of his father uh is there and does rescue them in, in yeah. a way that Patronus uh, spirit just boom yes. shows up in his dreams and it's I, it's I, been there and now yeah. he'll he'll learn how to access it and it's great. I love the concept of the Patronus and um the Patro the stack the Patronus animals they look so cool and it's one of one of your uh, profile pictures is yeah. the Patronus. So. Expecto <laughs> Patronum. <laughs> I always mess. I always I actually intentionally sometimes like to mess it up. You hear me around the house all the time, right? You know. Yes. Expecto Patrono. <laughs> I don't know where you got that from. I don't actually. I can tell you. Okay. Shout out to one of my old buddies, um, and it, it was actually kind of funny. So when Swish and Flick started, yeah, uh, and and Tiffany and those that whole group was doing their thing, it was probably a probably a passive aggressive way of of like you know if you don't know something about something else and then you see these people getting really successful and you're kind of like i'm just gonna just a, just a kind of like i may make a like a, like an offhanded laughy kind of uh dig or whatever some old co-host yeah bless him uh if he's listening by the way hey what's up mike shout out <laughs> <laughs> i doubt it buried deep in a podcast you never hear yeah. but uh i heard him say that at one point it was hilarious um he was talking about swish and flick and i think he was talking about uh, about Tiffany or whatever, and uh, you know he maybe he had seen like a snippet of the movie, yeah. and out of nowhere he's like Aspecto Patrono, and he's oh. just always messed. <laughs> he messed up, I think, every oh, spell purpose. that there was to mess yeah. up, you know. And I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, there's that. Okay, hello, hello. I just need to stretch out. <laughs> hello, wow. In case you got, in case you were wondering how close we're sitting, it's about a leg's length away. I'm sorry. Okay? <laughs> Uh, long legs. Okay. Let's get into the owl post of the week. And we got a lovely snowy owl coming in. Uh, last week, Jack wrote us a really nice email. And um, I asked him if I could include this because it was really heartwarming. And uh, thanks so much, Jack. This really shows how long Ez has been podcasting. And 
people the listening. Yeah. So um, thanks, Jack, for this. Here we go. Hi, Ez and Lottie. I'm listening to the latest episode of Shell Cottage, and I agree with Ez. I would never know that Lottie is not a native speaker if I weren't a longtime listener. Speaking of being a longtime listener, to answer Ezra's question about how long he's been podcasting, I think his first podcast was Rebel Watch. However, I first discovered Ezra's podcasting in the spring of 19, uh, 2019 through Bend the Knee. Bend the Knee was doing multiple episodes a week to get ready for the final season of Game of Thrones and listening to the podcast amplified the already extremely exciting time for Game of Thrones fans. That podcast led me to discovering Ezra's other project, an unexpected podcast, and I was quickly binging every episode. A few months later... It was summertime and I was listening to Ezra's new podcast, Hyperspace Hangout, which reignited my interest in Star Wars. And not too long after that, I was listening to Ezra's Hero of the Horror podcast at the start of 2020. Dang. Fast forward to the spring of 21 and I was listening to Shell Cottage Radio and then in the fall 2022, Star Wars Hangout, now called Ex the Extended Edition. I have no idea how Ez and now also Lottie has been able to produce not only a high volume of episodes, but also consistently high quality and all around great and fun podcasts about so many fandoms. Thank you for the amazing content over the years. And I'm looking forward to continuing to follow Shell Cottage and the extended edition. Mischief managed, Jack. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that is so crazy to think back. So thanks, Jack, by the way. Um, love having you as a listener it's that's this is awesome i mean it's uh it's cool it's cool to hear that people go from one project to the next and they enjoy these different fandoms because yeah. i enjoy i think a lot of people enjoy multiple fandoms whether it be harry potter game of thrones you know yes. star wars uh whatever lord of the rings it's I'm, I'm into so many different things and people have recommended other book series and things to get into and i'm like guys mm -hmm. i've got a big <laughs> I've, I've got a big head but it ain't that big i i can't keep all this stuff in there you know this is yeah it's wild um but sometimes think, just to sit back and enjoy it you know it's it's just fun so yeah thank you jack it's that's cool thanks so much and i have to agree with you um i am also stunned by all the projects you've done over the years and i love to hear that you inspire people to go back to a fandom they once loved or to dive yeah. into a new fandom and read more books you know that's yeah. um i'd say mission accomplished and uh Friends, we gotta help. We gotta help Ez to to do this thing. And and if you want him to read more fandoms and more books and series, then help him go full time. <laughs> yeah, give me. Come on, be guys. a full time content creator. And Let's go. Let's make it happen. Podcast all day long. I'll go crazy. I'll go crazy. All the books That's you want. That's what him I'm to read. setting extended edition <laughs> up for. By the way, I'm setting it up to be a one stop shop where I can just go nuts. Uh, on it. on everything so we, we shall see but jack <laughs> yeah thanks a lot this is this is cool i mean honestly i can go back even before rebel watch when i was trying different things let's look it up oh, my oh yeah gosh and then we had we had a couple of different things going back back then it was it was crazy i mean i you know it's just been a journey it's just fun yes. i like to create i like to talk i like to uh share my love of fandoms and and share my love of storytelling really and you yeah. my, my, my appreciation for it so you know, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I finally, I think, settled in here and getting older, getting up there in age, and so now it's just time to to settle down and do, you know, our, my my cozy little projects here with uh <laughs> with my Rosie. So you know, it's great. Yeah, thanks for including me. <laughs> oh no, it's wonderful. This has actually been it's the dynamic I've been looking for. You know, being a mm -hmm. teacher and stuff too. It's it's really yeah. This is I think people don't understand. Um, I think, you know, what we do, right? So mm -hmm. like being teachers and being in the public eye and being yeah. in our community and stuff, like 
I have, you know, I have kids who listen to this podcast. I have ki- I have um, uh, colleagues that listen to this right. podcast. And so for me, it's that's that's why you guys will hear, you know, I made the joke actually PG, PG 13, but that's <laughs> as far as we'll go. Um, is I like having fun. I like cutting loose a little bit and talking nerdy stuff. And I think yeah. if you're if you're at in your you're in your workplace or you're you're with your colleagues and how many of you have ever just asked around like the like shared your favorite the thing that you like and found somebody at work that like also likes it yeah it, it doesn't happen often as, as as we would think and like game of thrones was one of those things that like everyone was talking about it <laughs> and then people were like well i like that i also like this too and then people are like well i like that too yeah and people who who didn't know that they were yeah fans of this series like are have been sitting next to each other in this office for 15 years and then now they're like what you're into fantasy you oh, know i, I mean know. It's, it's shocking that people I have a colleague too. Like she seems very good about Harry Potter stuff. She knows. Yeah. She knew right away when I had the uh, Bobaton hat on Ooh. that I was Fleur. Dang. Like Dang. there's a couple of them who really. I mean, interesting. A lot of them actually who love Harry Potter. And well, just, hey, Kid Harrington's out there. He's <laughs> he's he loves he loves Harry Potter. Oh, so I know. Yeah, yeah. We don't worry. He's next day. on our our list of uh, a guest. We're <laughs> surprise announcement. We're bringing Kid Harrington on, and no he joke. agreed to. I uh, loved him. He agreed to come on as long as I would not ask him anything about Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> okay, but anyways, uh, Jack, tough. Jack, thank you so much. We appreciate you, and uh, yeah. yeah, we look forward to to kind of continuing this journey, and and we're yes. we're thankful and happy that you're you're along the ride with us. Yes, sir. All right, guys, that's getting dark outside, and uh, Bill and Fleur they have to go hit the gym before it closes. I don't even know does it close during the week because <laughs> we always get reviews. Our gym, I think they have like some uh, weird hours during the weekend. They might be open for a long time right. during the week, but we always try to hit the gym at least three times a week, and this Stoke. is one of those days. So, really, we're trying to squeeze in uh, dinner, good dinner. We already had our dinner, a good pat pot. Pi- podcast podcast that's a good podcast guys <laughs> just it's it's a good pat cast oh my gosh good name for a podcast about padme a podcast Pad, a podcast no okay a padme cast yeah what the heck? that's bad sorry i don't know that's, i'm tired i love it let's go uh on to the outro floor's like let's get us out of here uh no i uh guys can't thank you enough you're wonderful uh, we appreciate all of you. If you're listening week by week, let us know. It's encouraging to say, you know, um, follow us over on Fleur and Bill. It's where everything's going down. And uh, be sure to check out all those shorts. We've uh, we got those rolling daily if I can. Daily, friends. So also, by the way, if you do send in something really like a theory or a thought for the outpost, that very well, if you if you notice the social medias now over at Extended Editions, the YouTube page, uh, and that's also the TikTok and the Instagram where I'm kind of running all the, all the shorts that we're doing that are related to Harry Potter. But if you send us an outpost, it is likely that that could be turned into a short. And we would love to say thanks to you or your handle <laughs> or what have you they get a lot of traction i can't believe what 200k on some of those bad boys it's like Mm -hmm. oh we're just sitting here talking potter yeah it's crazy love it anyway it's fun all right friends with that uh thanks thanks for joining us and thanks for tuning in shell cottage radio 94.7 cozy we hope you'll join us in the future we thoroughly do enjoy meeting new positive potter people that are like belling babbling bums that's the first time I've really stuttered through it. We're going to keep it in. Upon the oh, my goodness. If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review and follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill. Oh, my turn. If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You'll find all the links down below. Thank you so much to all our current patrons. We appreciate you too, Luna, and back. 
on our next reread episode, we will continue our journey through Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban with Chapter 21, Hermione's Secrets. Make sure to tune back in next time. And until then, have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining us in our shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.